Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of Jesus, amen. The greatest honor a woman can ever have is when God makes her a mother. The calling to be a mother is greater than any accomplishment, any work, any career, or any paycheck. Mothers do something that no one else in this world can do. As they bear life in their womb, they deliver life, and they support that life with their own body. This is God's good creation, his very own design. All this talk about mothers happens to be on Mother's Day. Because the gospel lesson for today is where Jesus compares the life of the Christian to being a mother giving birth. Listen to what Jesus says again about the Christian life. He says, a little while and you will see me no longer. And again, a little while and you will see me. Truly, truly, I say to you, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now. But I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. So here we learn that moments before Christ is betrayed into the hands of sinful men to suffer and to die, moments before he is about to bear a pain and a sorrow which no one else in this world has ever had to carry, Jesus concerns himself not with his own suffering, but with the suffering of his disciples. And as Christ goes to suffer innocently the wrath of God against all sin, Jesus' mind isn't on himself, but on his children, his people, on his disciples, and on you. And he compares the little sorrow that you experience to labor pains. And he compares the great joy he has promised to give you to the moment when a mother sees her child's face. This is what makes Jesus' talk of mother, uh, mothers giving birth so beautifully applicable to us, to our lives as Christians. It's the baby that causes the mother pain. She labors, faces the pain and agony, even faces death to bring life into the world. But she isn't mad at the baby. The baby is often mad at her, crying, complaining at the shock of the outside world, the temperature, all of these things, the lights. But the mother is full of joy and she can't resent the pain anymore. She can't say it wasn't worth it because the baby that has caused all the pain is now in her arms and the joy she has now outweighs all of the pain that she had to endure. So in this analogy that Jesus teaches us for today, Jesus is the baby. And you, the Christian, are the mother. This means that Jesus causes the pain and sorrow. It's the Christian life that causes pain and agony, as opposed to the worldly life, which brings temporal happiness. And this is indeed a very hard and difficult teaching. You're not going to hear much about Jesus causing you pain in modern American churches or churches nearby. 
It's easy to fall into the mindset that Jesus only gives joy. He's only supposed to make me happy. And then when he doesn't make me happy, then I'm going to get rid of those pages in the Bible or those words. It's easy to fall into that mindset. If you're, you're told that if you want to fill the church and make it bigger and better and more financially stable, then you better hide all of the difficult and not so nice things that Jesus has to say. But Jesus doesn't take these things away. He doesn't hide them. Jesus compares believing in him to giving birth to a child. It's not glamorous. It's not popular. And it's not easy. Jesus doesn't teach that the Christian life is effortless, pain-free, or better in any temporal sense. This is not the message of Good Friday or, Good, or Easter. To be a Christian certainly means to have an inexpressible joy. Uh, that, that, but this same life also entails pain and sorrow. Because of this, there can be no casual Christian, just as there can't be a casual mother. A mother in labor is anything but casual. She has much sorrow in that moment. And so what is this Christian sorrow? Is the sorrow of knowing that we're forgiven, knowing that we're declared righteous before the God of heaven by the blood of our dear Lord, and yet still having to feel and deal with our sin while we wait for the hour when we'll be completely rid of it. Our sorrow is the sorrow of knowing that God promises to care for us. God who has won his love for us by laying down his life to free us from all evil and yet still having to suffer through trial and tragedy and tribulation. Our sorrow is knowing that Jesus has done everything to accomplish salvation for us. And yet still having to bear the cross of persecution in this life. Our sorrow is knowing that God will never leave us nor forsake us, yet still feeling as if he's far off. Feeling as if he's forgotten us. And it's precisely in these struggles, in these pains, in these, discomfort, uh, these discomforts and in these tears that Jesus points us to his promise. Saying, yes, you have sorrow, but this sorrow will only last a little while. And while you're in that sorrow, you may seem like you're going to be in it for a lifetime, but it will only be a brief moment, a small blip in time in the long history of your eternal life with Christ. You have sorrow now, but when you see the face of Christ, your joy will be forever. So as you endure the, the sorrow of this life, whatever that sorrow may be, as you weep and mourn and bear the cross now, Remember that all of this is only the birthing pains, knowing that the troubles will soon end. Remember that when Christ reveals his face to you on that final day, all of your tears will dry. All of your shouting will end and all of your pain will cease as everlasting life overwhelms you with a joy that, you can't, that cannot end. Remember that when Christ reveals his sacred face to you, you will forget all of your suffering all of your sin, all of your sadness as Christ covers you with a weight of glory that will take away all of your misery and anguish. As a mother's pain is quickly forgotten when she sees the face of her dear child. So too, your pain and memories of sadness will vanish when you behold Christ with your own eyes. Then in that hour, you will see everything that you have believed in faith. When that hour comes, faith and hope will evaporate as your eyes are filled with the light you've longed to see. 
you'll see the perfect and immaculate righteousness of Christ that he won for you on the cross. You will see that perfection and you will feel it. You will experience it and you will live it on that day. And nothing will be able to take it away. The pain of childbirth is the curse of sin, but the joy of eternal life is the blessing of Christ's holy wounds. So just as the mother doesn't shrink back from the pain that her child brings her, knowing that the joy awaits her, neither do we shrink back from the sorrow that we experience on account of Christ. As we bear Christ through faith in this life, we're willing to go through whatever misery and anguish even denying ourselves, our wealth, our pride, and our temporal happiness, all for the joy that Christ brings. And just as the mother doesn't resent her child for the pain of her labor, neither do we resent Christ for this short amount of pain that we experience in this life. Those pains which seemed like an eternity are nothing in comparison with the life you will have. So don't resent the cross that Christ gives you to carry. Don't resent the sorrow of admitting your sins, the daily painful meditation that the wages of sin is death, the sorrow of expecting good from God and still feeling pain. Don't resent this cross when you have the joy that comes through this sorrow because through all of these things you know Christ as he truly is, the God who more than compensates for your sorrows by giving you life with him. And joy that cannot end. So instead of being resentful, repent. And while you repent, rejoice. Rejoice because you'll see the great reversal of all circumstances. That the sin that burdened your conscience will be lifted off of you. That the death that threatens to make your life meaningless is conquered and turned into a door to everlasting life through Christ. Your suffering, which seems senseless, is answered in the suffering of your God. The God who allows you to suffer in this life, even though you cannot understand why, gives you the answer you need in the word of the cross and the resurrection. You have a joy, and you have all of this joy, when you trust in the full forgiveness of Christ. You have God's blessing hidden beneath this sadness. You have his joy in the midst of all sorrow. Even though you may not feel it or experience it now, this joy remains and it's true. So cling to it. Cling to this holy gospel with all of your life. And you will see it fulfilled on that glorious day in that wonderful hour when you will see your Savior face to face. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby... She no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.